Welcome back to Season 6 of Travel Stories Podcast, where we're following me, Hayden Lee, around every country in mainland Europe on the motorcycle. Her name is Gloria, she is beautiful, you know this, you know this, you feel this. I don't know. <laughs> I've been listening to some hip-hop and I'm feeling, you know, quite hip-hop, you know, today. Anyway, last time I talked... <laughs> Last time I talked to you, I was in... Where was I? Oh, it's time for another travel log, by the way. It's Thursday. Last time I talked to you, I was in... Oh, no, I'm skipping like all of the... In, oh, man. Okay. I'm not even going to start this again. Let's just go from here, right? What's the, what's the intro bit? If you're in... I haven't even thought of any places. If you're in... Shanghai. There we go. That's one we haven't said. If you're in Shanghai and you're in the back of a taxi kind of going from one place to t'other. And, uh, and you just thought, oh, listen to some travel stuff, you know, hanging out in Shanghai, shanging out. Hey. <laughs> anyway, if you're in, why do I do two? I can't even think of one. If you're in, all it is is think of a place in the world. That's all it is. If you're in Tennessee, <laughs> That's a big enough place that one of you probably is. In fact, a lot of you definitely are. I can see that. If you're in Tennessee and you are driving from work and you're stuck in traffic, you know, I don't know if there's a lot of traffic in Tennessee, but I imagine there is. Stuck in traffic thinking, man, you stick on a podcast, you're having a little listen and you're thinking, oh, I can't wait to get home. You know, just chill out, hang out, do what I want. Then I would invite you to join me. I am in Dortmund in Germany. Kind of on the west-ish, kind of northwest, I think. I don't know. I'm just here. Last week, I was in Denmark. I was in Denmark with the communal showers, remember? <laughs> Denmark's nice, man. It was kind of very Scandinavian. I know that's not weird, a weird thing to say. Very Scandinavian, like thatched roofs, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was quite a nice place. There's something, there was a spider crawling at me then. There you go. I'm in a, uh, I'm in a hostel, in a dorm room at the moment, right? About an hour ago, I was in this other dorm room, right? Because I checked in. And, uh, and I went in there, and it's a six-bedroom, right? And there's already five blokes in there. It was like 2 p.m., all still in bed, right? Clearly hungover. Okay, <laughs> and you could see that they were they were going on one tonight as well. That was their plan. I was like, man, this is not this is not going to be a fun night, you know, for me. It may, well, for them, it'd be amazing. For me, not so much. Right. So I went downstairs, and uh, and I was uh, I was saying, look, can I can I upgrade, you know, to a to a single room, right? And I was I was trying to, you know, I was trying to not sweeten the deal. What's the uh, what's the word? I was trying to, what is the word? begins with an S. I know it begins with, oh, I almost had it then. Be, not suave, I don't know why I got suave in my head. Uh, oh, come on, what is the word? I don't know. I was trying to be nice and cool and a little bit flirty. What is the word? Anyway, not seduce. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, so, <laughs> so I was there trying to put on my, uh, what's his name? Sean Connery voice, <laughs> which... <laughs> Needless to say, I'm not good at voices. You know this, I know this, we all know this. <laughs> and so I'm there like, well, I just want to get some sleep. What is, what is this voice? <laughs> but obviously it doesn't work that well if you're like, you're haggling over a dorm, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, I'm staying in a room with five other men, you know? <laughs> and then she's like, uh, she's like, yeah, well, you know, you'll have to pay for both rooms. I'm like, ah. Oh. 
I don't know if I, I this isn't a Sean Connery voice. <laughs> so I don't know if I want to do that. She goes, you can. Oh, I almost had the word again then. She goes, you can. Sweet talk isn't the word I'm thinking of. <sighs> she said, you can uh, move into a different dorm. I'm like, oh, I. So there's some with like less people in. She goes, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. She goes, there's one we have where we never put people in. If, we, if we've got loads of people, we'll put some people in there. So there might be some people, but there's no one there now. So it's all yours. I was like, ah, oh. Chandra. That was a name, which is incredibly hard to say in a Sean Connery accent. <laughs> Even a very bad one. I said Chandra. <laughs> Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. You know, I said, is there any coffee anyway? She goes, yes, over there in that machine. <laughs> I was like, I will get a coffee from that. What is this accent? From the machine. I will take it stirred, not shaken. Because I notice you have no lids. <laughs> and if I shake, it will go everywhere. That's just an Arabic accent. Anyway, so now I'm in my own dorm and it's lovely. It's lovely. I'm walking around like the king of the dorm. King of the dorm. So today might be a bit of a shorty today. A bit of a shorty. Because I only had one thing I wanted to talk about, right? And we got a bunch of questions, actually, so I don't know. I can't get rid of this Sean Connery voice now. Anyway, not a Sean Connery voice. <laughs> anyway, so uh, what I wanted to talk to uh, you about today is yesterday, right? All my troubles, right? I'll tell you what. <laughs> Do you know where they, where they seemed? Yeah, so far away. It's not what I want to talk about. So yesterday was, it could have been a bad day. Could have been a bad day, right? We all have those days, where we wake up on the wrong side of the bed, as they say, right? And everything annoys us. And then because everything is annoying us, we only see what annoys us. And that's obvious. I've talked about that a lot before. When you're in that mood, that mind frame, that's what you attract. That's what you see. That's what you notice. That was, that's what you think your day consists of, right? And I was there. And it is incredibly hard to turn it around, right? So why was I there, right? So I woke up and, uh, and I booked a place on Airbnb. You know, I thought I'll ride that way, I'll book a place, you know, I'll do that. Because I wanted to record this show, obviously, yesterday. And so I booked a place, looked kind of nice, looked kind of nice. And then I got this message from a client of ours, right? Nice guy, nice guy, usually. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, it, it just it annoyed me because of the request and everything. I don't know, it just, for whatever reason, it just, it put me in that mood a bit, you know what I mean? Like it, it rubbed me up the wrong way and I was already, you know what I mean? And then after that, as I was getting ready to leave, this, uh, this woman that owns the Airbnb, she accepts the, uh, the booking thing because you've got to send out, hey, I want to stay here. And then they go, yeah, okay, you can. All right, so she said, yeah, cool, you can. But then she, she messaged me and she said, hey, this, this place, this house is actually booked up. <laughs> this is just after she accepted it. Uh, but you can stay at my place. I've got a shed. <laughs> Well, it was more of a summer house, but anyway. But she accepted it. And it's like, man, I, you know, I would have liked to kind of have had the, uh, had a bit of a choice in it. You know what I mean? So that kind of, uh, it's not a big deal, but when I was in, already in that mood, you know what I mean? So it kind of got to me a bit, right? So I set off. And then the traffic was getting to me because, you know, you see how you are. You, how you're feeling is what you see. And so, in Germany, it's kind of weird. I don't know why. See, I feel like I have authority to speak on this because I've now ridden through almost every country's roads in mainland Europe. 
not very far off. So I think I have authority to speak about what people do differently on roads in different countries. So the thing they do weirdly in Germany, right? It's not like Italy where they follow like two feet behind you. But in Germany, right? So you have the right and the left lane. Now they drive on the right-hand side in Germany, the wrong side, so should we say. And in most of the countries when they drive on the right, they use the left to overtake. So if you're speeding down, speed demon, you know what I mean? Then you use the left-hand lane and you overtake and then you go back into the right. Lovely stuff. It works, right? But the Germans, <laughs> or the people on the German roads, should I say, uh, they kind of, it's weird. So the speed limit, firstly, is adhered to, which which is strange because this is the first country I've been to where, the speed, where people actually care about the speed limit. It's weird. <laughs> and so... What will happen is the people in the right lane and the left lane on like the highway will go the same speed because they're both going the speed limit. You know, one guy will be in the left, one guy will be on the right, and they're both going the speed limit. And the logic works because the logic is, well, we're all going as fast as we can. And if we use both lanes, then we can all get there quicker. I know it works. I know it works. The asterisk is if we all adhere to the speed limit, you know. That's me coughing, that is. So... So that was kind of, and like, I don't know, they kind of stay in the left lane. You know, when the person stays in the left lane for about seven miles, you know what I mean? There's nothing on the right. Anyway, so that was getting to me. What did I eat? So a stick of butter. What was it? Anyway, what was I saying? Yeah, so that was getting to me as well, right? And then I turn up to where the map takes me for this this shed, right? (laughs) And I'm in the middle of nowhere. Right, I'm I'm in nowhere's land. Right, I'm thinking this can't be right. This cannot be right. And so, I send her a little message. I say, I, uh, this these you know directions. This map, uh, this address. There you go. This address you give me takes me to this random place. So like, you know, where am I going? And so she goes, oh, okay, here's the address. Sends me the same address, obviously. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, uh, thanks, but. <laughs> This is taking me to this this crazy place. So where am I going? She sends me a different address, right? Kind of similar, but different. And I said, all right, that's taking me to like a coach station. Is that the one? She goes, yeah. I said, all right, ominous, but I'll do it. <laughs> so I went there and I was you know, still still feeling like this. I think it's because I had a coffee. I was listening to a lot of heavy metal, right? Anyway, and then I arrived at the place. She goes, oh, we're not in, but it's the shed in the back. <laughs> so I was like, all right, <laughs> I am a garden utensil after all. And so, uh, not a hoe. Come on, let's not. Anyway, so, <laughs> so I went there, and then I got there, <laughs> and I went to my shed. Right, went to my shed, and I pulled out my phone. Right, no, uh, no signal, nothing. Not even, not even a bit of E. You know, when E comes up, not even a bit of that. No four G, no three G, nothing in the shed. Walk out of the shed, nothing. Turns out there's nothing, I'm in the dead zone. There's nothing around, right? So I'm like, all right, it's okay. I've got a bit of work to do, but I'll figure it out. Maybe I'll ride somewhere and connect the phone up when I've got some 4G. And, and so, uh, so I messaged her, I said, you got any Wi-Fi? <laughs> she goes, yeah, yeah. So I have a look. I'll find it, find the Wi-Fi. <laughs> I messaged her again. Got the password. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, 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 here's the password, right? So I do that. Doesn't reach to my shed. Just doesn't reach. Right, anyway, so all these things were piling up, right? And then, <laughs> I swear this goes to more than just this is why my day was bad. I swear it does. Stay with me. Stay with me. Right, so then I went out to get some food. I was like, man, i got to get some food. So <laughs> that was such a nonsense statement, right? Anyway, so I went out 
I'm on the bike. I go to the shop, get all this food, right, in this in this little supermarket. I go up to a little cashier, right, and uh, and my card doesn't work. So I'm like, ah, oh, maybe they don't take Mastercard or something like that. So I try my other card, doesn't work, right? Because it's an American Express. No one takes that like at all. So I'm like, all right, okay, where's the nearest ATM? Bankomat. So she goes, oh, it's just outside. I said, sound. So I went outside, went <laughs> went to the uh, the ATM, right? Put put the card in, right? Doesn't work. Right? And I notice it says Visa and something else, Maestro, whatever. Does that even exist anymore? Switch. I'm 29, by the way, for those of you asking. <laughs> I do old references. Don't know why. Anyway, so I'm like, oh, it doesn't take MasterCard. So I had to ride to this other ATM in the middle of town. So I rode another 10 minutes, went to this other ATM, just so I can get money out to go to the shop to get this food, right? It's got this ATM. It says it takes MasterCard. I'm like, oh, wicked. So I put my card in. doesn't work. <laughs> so I'm like, righty-o. And so I call up, because my card, right, is a MasterCard, but it's a PayPal card, PayPal Access, they call it. Because I get paid on PayPal, you see, so I just use that card, right? Anyway, so I call up PayPal, I wait on uh, on hold for a fair amount of time. And this, uh, this girl's on the other end of the line, right? And I said, hey, I'm in Germany, card doesn't work, what am I doing? And then she's like... Oh, we're we're sorry for the inconvenience. I was like, no, 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 not the script. Just tell me like what's going on. And she goes, well, the entire system for the cards are down. <laughs> I was like, what? Everyone in the world that has one of these cards? She was like, yeah. I was like, whoa, no way. Okay. Uh, I said, all right. Uh, so what? Um, what do you suggest? <laughs> no, first thing I said was any ETA on when it's going to be back up. She goes, nah. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> I said, what do you suggest? And she goes, ah, oh, well, if you have any other alternative method of payment. I said, I don't, I don't. And she goes, well, you know, on behalf of the company. But I said, no, 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 come on, come on. Like, let's, let's just talk, me and you, Hilda, whatever her name was. <laughs> wasn't Hilda. <laughs> and uh, she goes, you got any cash? I said, no. Nah. She goes, all right. She's had that now then. I don't know. I said, oh, it's all right. It's all right, actually, Hilda. There's, uh, there's just a bloke getting off a motorbike here. I'm just going to go rob him. So it's all, it's all good. <laughs> I didn't say it maliciously. I actually said that as well. I, I didn't say it maliciously, though. I said it while laughing. She knew it was a joke. She laughed too. I told her to have a nice day. It was good. It was fine. Anyway, so that was that. No card, no money. Uh, needed to get some fuel for the bike. Could be stranded in a shed. With no, uh, with no uh, data or Wi-Fi, nothing. I'm kind of, I'm brought back, you know what I mean? Right, but then I started thinking, right? And I remembered earlier on that morning, before I left, right, before I left the, uh, the hostel I was at, I was talking to my friend, right? She's also in the company that I work with. And she was, she was kind of stressing a bit, right? Because she had to make this, uh, this branding strategy or whatever for a, a big car company, shall we say. Uh, I don't th- I'll just not name them, but a big Japanese car company that you definitely know. Anyway, and so, <laughs> and so she was doing that and she was stressing. She was like, oh man, I'm stressed. I was like, right, okay, let's put this into perspective, right? You're... <laughs> Like two weeks ago, you were in a, a full-time job at an office that you didn't like. And now you're, you've got all the free time in the world and you're stressing, right? Because you're having trouble doing a branding strategy for one of the biggest car companies in the world. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and tr- just trying to put it in, into perspective, you know. In the end, she absolutely nailed it. So, yeah, anyway. So it got me thinking about that. And it got me thinking about... What do, you, what do you do on those days? What do you do when you're in that bad mood? 
how do you overcome it? Should you overcome it? Should you just accept this anger? Should you accept it and put on some Megadeth, stick on some Manowar, stick on some old school Skid Row and just go hit heavy back for a bit? What do you do? Do you know what I mean? Like, should you live in all of life's emotions and, and kind of be with them as they are and be the real authentic you in that moment? I think there is definitely something to say about that. There definitely is. But then that can also, I mean, that can also bring about you seeing the negative things more because you're in that mind frame and then it can go on and on and on. When does it end? So when you want it to end, what can you do? You could stick on some songs. You've had a bad day. Is that the song? You've had a bad day. Yeah, that is the song. No way. Yeah. You could stick on that song. You know what I mean? Your card doesn't work. <laughs> you talk to a client and you think he's a jerk. No way. I just, I, I've never, that is the first and probably last time I will ever successfully freestyle. That was amazing. <laughs> I'm Lee Cube, I am Easy Lee. You know what I mean? Dr. Hayden. <laughs> I'm on fire. Anyway. <laughs> so, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So, it got me thinking. And you know how I have these people that live in my brain, right? So, for example, the, the 90-year-old guy, the 90-year-old me, right, that's on the deathbed, and he talks to me sometimes. <laughs> please don't send me away he talks to me sometimes right and he says look son i'm not his son that's just what you know he says look son you gotta do this because i want you to do this because you gotta think well it, when i'm him hopefully i'm not you know because he's full of regret and stuff when i'm him i'll be looking back through my life in my brain and thinking i wish i'd done that so he's there saying do this you know what i mean he's in my brain saying that you know and in fact a little tangent right so you know how you know you might be religious right so with religious people they believe that like god or whatever is watching down on them i say whatever not uh in a bad way just god or whatever the universe whatever right that god is watching down on them right and it influences their morality right they say i won't do that because obviously you know god's watching you know what i mean you know what i mean old jc's got their big old telescope and he's watching what i'm doing right so I bet it'd be quite good, right? And so they would, uh, you, you'd kind of say, you'd think from that, that atheists believe that no one's watching, therefore I can do anything, right? However, the way I think about it is, there is someone watching what you're doing right now, right? Especially if you're in England, CCTV everywhere. But there is someone watching what you're doing right now and judging you, right? And hoping you make the right decisions, right? That person is you in the future, because right now you can think back to a year ago, you, think, you can think back to yesterday, you can think back to 10 minutes ago, and you can see in your brain yourself doing those things, and you can judge, and you will judge yourself doing those things. So you are kind of watching you. You are being watched and judged. And how will that person want you to be acting? That's, that's something to think about. Anyway, so I've got these people in my brain, right? And one of the people that I have in my brain... Is, uh, is this woman, right? She doesn't have a name, right? And, and she's down on her look. She's really down on her look, man. She's like, I don't know, it's, it's one of those situations where, you know, she lost her job because she's got some illness or something like that or she lost a leg or whatever. And, and, and like, uh, she can't pay the rent on her house, so they've told her that she's got a week until she has to leave. And then she's got her kids there as well. And then because of all this, this strife that she's gone through, like, people are saying, well, we might have to take your kids away. And all this is happening, right? 
All this is happening in her life. And uh, you can even think of worse situations. You know what I mean? She's in, she's in a terrible situation and there's genuine panic. And what's she going to do? The things and people she loves the most might, might get taken away from her. You know? This is a terrible situation. She lives in my brain. Right? And when I'm, when I'm in this bad mood, this mood of, oh, why is all this stuff happening? You know what I mean? When I'm in this mood... I kind of have a conversation with it. Now, I'm not crazy, by the way. I thought I'd interject that here. But I kind of have this conversation where, <laughs> where I imagine her telling me this her situation. It's like, you know, they're going to take the kids away. I don't know what to do. I, I don't know how I'm going to pay this rent. I can't, I, you know, I, can't, I haven't got medical insurance. I've got this big bill to pay. All this stuff, right? And then I imagine that I have to go, yeah, tell me about it. And then tell her what my problem is. So th- this is the, yeah, tell me about it woman. Right. If you all imagine this person in this dire situation in your head when you've got something going wrong, right? And then, and then she, they say their part and you have to say, yeah, tell me about it and then tell her your problem, right? The reaction that she would have is the reaction that you should have at that moment, right? So obviously, if she were to say all that and I were to say, yeah, tell me about it. I mean, my, my card's temporarily not working with all my money on it that I earn from my job where I work at, um, at most a day a week, right? In order to fund myself. Uh, this is the thing. My car doesn't work and I can't get money out, right? To fill up my Harley Davidson, right? <laughs> that I'm going around mainland Europe on for the last year, right? For fun. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and then she'll say, I mean, what would the reaction be? <laughs> Her reaction is what my reaction should be to myself in that moment. Do you know what I mean? It is, I think, a great way to put these things into perspective, whatever it is, whatever it is, man. Because it's easy to, it's easy just to say, you know, some people have it worse. So, yeah, yeah, I guess they do. But that person's not me. You know what I mean? It's, it's easy to, to get around those things. But if you have this conversation in your head, man, I think, it, I think it's good. I really like it. And so I started feeling better after that. I'm like, oh, you know, <laughs> life's not too shabby. You know what I'm saying? Because we're not, we're not, uh, we're not immune to these things. No one is immune to these things. You, you know, you know that. I can't think of anyone. Uh, Elon Musk. You know that Elon Musk. I mean, some say successful. Some say successful. He is successful, right? And he's also on Joe Rogan's episode, uh, Joe Rogan's podcast today. And yeah, very successful, uh, accomplished. He's got everything going for him. You know what I'm saying, right? He's magically got a new head of hair. It's all good, right? <laughs> but you know that he wakes up one day and goes, oh, this is the worst thing, man. I can't believe I'm dealing with this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we're, No one is immune from it, but everyone just forgets that... What's the word? Everyone forgets what position they're in. You know what I mean? Forgets about the good things. So this is a way to make sure you do not forget about the good things. So there we go. Right then, shall we get on to some questions? I think we should. Fact, I'm, I know. Yeah, I'm going to check how long we've been. Hold on, press this little button here. Doesn't tell me. Okay, right. <laughs> this first one is from Hoplamath. Uh, she's from Norway, if I remember rightly. She says, hi again, again. That's, that's her saying that. Uh, so I just wanted to say, thanks for taking my message on the podcast. No problem. And yes, better to spend longer here in Norway and... Okay. Maybe I am old and 29. HMU. 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 Hit me up. Oh, yes. 
down with the kids. Hit me up. I'm only 29. Come on. Hit me up when you come in here. I will. I'm an international uh, international three-day eventing rider with four horses and working in the stable too. That's amazing, first off. So not much time for travel, but I really love it and have made myself a promise to go more into it in two to three years. I like that. Making yourself a promise is a good thing, man. It's a really good thing. I like putting them on calendars and something like that and having some type of accountability. So it's not just a promise to yourself. You tell your friend, hey, if I'm not X by X date, then I will give you $100, you know, whatever it may be. So I like that, but that's cool. And then obviously mapping out the steps to get there, but yeah, that's cool. I'm actually bringing my horses to Ireland over the winter. No way. Bringing horses to Ireland. That's so cool. That's in Ireland in the winter. Wow. Uh, but I just wanted to say thanks for the mentoring and life advice you give on the pod and keep up the good work. Well, thank you very much. Also, over to my real question. Sorry for rambling. Whoops. No problem. I love a good ramble. What would you say is the best country for first time solo travel? Good question, man. Good question. I'm looking at Croatia and hearing what you said about it. It sounds like a wonderful country. And also, do you have... I'll get onto the second question after. So first one. Good first country. So if you think about where you are in the world, right? We have these spots, right? So, okay. If you take USA, UK, and Australia, right? I know a lot of you are in different countries, but if you take them, right, and if you take other countries around that, so if I say UK, think, and if you're in France, I'm talking to you, you know what I mean? Kind of the continents, I suppose. If you're in the USA, South America is right there, is right there, man, you know, and so there are a lot of countries in South America you can go to and you'll have a wonderful time, you know? If you go down to, I mean, any of them, actually, you could go to Chile, Argentina, I hear is very good for first solo travel, go to Buenos Aires, can't speak Spanish. And I've heard that's very good. And so, yeah, I would recommend that. If you're in Australia, then Indonesia, Vietnam, probably actually over Indonesia. Uh, I'd say Vietnam just because it's just the best country. Like it's, it happens a lot where say there's four people hanging around and then someone goes, oh, where should I go in Asia? Like if, whoever's been to th all through Asia, they will say Vietnam, definitely. So Vietnam, I'd say if you're in Australia, if you're in the UK or Europe or anything like that, Croatia, I'd say is probably, let's have a think. Yeah, I'd say Croatia is probably the one to go for, actually, because let's think, it's not that hard on the wallet. First solo travel, you know, maybe you need like uh, something that's not that hard on the wallet. So there you go. It's, uh, it's got that going for it. It's an amazing place, right? The people are super friendly, right? It's relatively safe, you know what I mean? It's not like you go into Serbia, which actually isn't that bad dangerous-wise. dangerous, dangerous wise. Danger, there you go, danger-wise <laughs> either. And what else? It's got a bit of everything. You've got a bit of everything there. You've got beaches, if you want. You've got old towns, which is cool. You've got history. You've got a bit of everything. And there's a lot of really good hostels to meet other travelers, which some say, and I might be one of these people, some say is one of the best parts of travel, meeting other travelers. So if you go down to Croatia, go to Dubrovnik, something like that, or Split or Zagreb, Zagreb, and uh, I just thought I said that weirdly, then go into a hostel, any hostel, you'll find a million people that you'll talk to for the next several years. So yeah, I'd say Croatia, man. Head down there, head down there. Second question. Also, do you have any tips on how to figure out what you really want to do with life? I love how that's just also. <laughs> also, here's a giant question, right? 
any what's has it worded tips on how to figure what you really want to do with life okay so <clears throat> let's think i'm taking this from the perspective of you don't already know or have say for example some people when they say oh what's your what's your dream you know some people say i don't know i've never thought about it you know that could be you that could be you maybe you do have a dream maybe you do have a dream but you think that it's not achievable maybe your dream is to be a horse riding uh <laughs> can you tell i don't know what happens um horse jumper <laughs> horse shower like a dog show i don't know say <laughs> so that's your dream right whatever that may be right you know that you can do that right you can, I've said this before, know that you can do that. Like it's all down to, it's not all down to, but primarily it's down to mindset. Mindset and your willingness to do things in that direction. I've said this before about proactive optimism, you know. It's all about the manifestation of it. And by that I don't mean, you know, crystal skulls and all that uh, stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> stuff. <laughs> so there was such venom then. Uh, yeah, I just mean manifestation kind of works, man. It's proactive optimism. So instead of thinking, so I've been through this loads, of, you know what proactive optimism is, you know, it's just optimism, right? This will happen. I will make this happen, right? And then being proactive about it, doing something towards it, knowing that it will happen, right? Whatever you want to do, you can make it happen. You can make it. I've said this before. It just sounds like sounds like I'm Tony Robbins or something. But it's just it is true. It, it is true, and it's the old Conor McGregor thing. Like he had never fought a boxing match in his life, and as he was getting ready for the boxing match with Floyd Weather, Mayweather, the greatest to ever do it, he got onto a big stage in front of thousands of people, put his arms out, and said, "I am boxing." Never fought a day in his life in in a boxing ring. Obviously, he's an MMA god. But yeah, that, that's the resolve that's necessary, you know. But if you don't know what you want to do with your life, then I think it's about experimentation, right? I think it's about, tra this is why travel is so good for that, right? Because you can go out and you never know when you'll find it. It's, it's a similar question to how, like, how, do I, how will I know when, when I found the one, if you believe in the one? How will I know? Well, if you're looking for them, you might not find them, but you, when you least expect it, they're going to come walking around the corner. You know what I mean? Lovely French Brazilian. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was having this conversation with listener Dan Stanley, absolute legend and king of all. And, and I was saying that uh, I, was, I was thinking about my perfect girl, you see. I was thinking French-Brazilian. Obviously, that's a bit of a stretch initially, right? Initially, I'm asking a lot. <laughs> but then, you know, nice, quiet, cute, very quiet, and, you know. But then, <laughs> but then out of nowhere, sings like the guest vocalist on the No Effects song, Laurie Myers, M-E-Y-E-R-S. Have a listen to that. Listen to the, the female singer in it on the second verse. Oh, man. If I meet a girl that sings like that, I, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> anyway, what was my point? What was my point, actually? What was I just talking about? Yeah, so I think you're going to find out what you want to do in life when you least expect it. How do, people, how do people know that they want to be a professional skateboarder if they've never picked up a board? You know what I'm saying? How do you know you want to be in a band if you've never, I don't know, seen Motley Crue on TV or picked up a guitar? You know what I'm saying? So I think travel is good for this because you'll meet everyone ever and they will say, oh yeah, I, uh, 
can't think of any occupations now. I what do I do? I I do skiing. You know what I mean? Do you want to come skiing with me tomorrow? And then you go and you go skiing. I want to ski forever. I want to live my life on skis. I want to be consistently downhill. You know what I mean? I want to be arguably too cold, in my opinion. <laughs> so how do you know that until you experience it? So I would say go out, meet people, and say yes to everything. And it doesn't even have to just be in travel. It can just be in life. If someone says, hey, do you want to come to Laser Quest? <laughs> and you go, yeah. And then you go to Laser Quest, you go, man, I want to shoot cardboard things all day. You know what I mean? Like It, it doesn't matter what it is. But just doing everything. This is this is another one of my things. I want to do everything in this world. There's nothing, there's nothing in this world that, well, apart from like bungee jumping, it doesn't really interest me. I'm not scared of heights all too much. It just maybe I am. Maybe I'm just covering up. Anyway, so I just want to do everything in this world. And then once I do everything in this world, I know that there's nothing I've missed. And I'm not missing that that calling, that thing of oh, this is what I should be doing. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'd say just do everything and say yes to everything and experience everything, and you'll find it. Right, we've got a fair few questions, man. I should really, I should really get to them. Right, uh, where are we? Oh, these ones from last week. Hold on. Okay, one second. If you want to send in a question, by the way, this is me stalling. If you want to send in a question, this is me reading and stalling. Uh, if you want to send in a question, then you can. On Instagram, it's at backpackdigital. That is on Instagram. Just a few thoughts. <laughs> so hard to read. Read and talk. Okay, I think this is one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, it's not. No, that's one from last week. Okay. We've got it. We've got it. We've got it. Yes, we're here. Right. <laughs> Instagram at Backpack Digital. Right. This is from... Uh, this might have been from last week as well. This is from David Tracy with two Ys at the end. He says, hey, man, hope you will. I am. Just wanted to say I love your travel podcast. Thank you very much, which I listen to when walking to work. It gets me in a great mindset. Was that from last week? I don't know. I'm sorry. If it was, there you go. Thank you again. That's amazing. I love that it gets you in a good mindset. I love that I can act as that kind of, that thing with the woman with the when she's down on her luck. I don't know why it's a woman. It's just what I got in my head, you know. I think because the other one is old me and he's a bloke. I don't know. Anyway, this next one is from... Julia or Julia or Julia underscore I U B I M A T. Iubimat. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm, she says, I'm listening to your podcast while traveling in Canada. And I wanted to ask for the younger viewers, I'm 29. <laughs> I, I know I do old references, you know what I mean? But anyway, whether you have tips on deciding a career path, yeah, maybe I'm a bit over that age anyway. I just, we've got a lot of the same, similar questions this week. I just finished school this year. Okay, so 29 is old. I understand. I, I, you know, when you're 16, 18, someone that's 29, it's, you know what I mean? That's, that is old. That is, it's, I mean, basically 29 is 30, right? And 30 is the new 40. 40 is basically 50 when you're 40, you know what I mean? And so, yeah, I'm 50. Anyway. What was I saying? Uh, I just finished school this year and I cannot decide on what to do slash study next. Having a lot of possibilities sometimes makes it hard to decide. That's right. I first took time off to go travel, but I have to go back to my home country sometime. <laughs> Cheers and have a lovely ride. Career path. Yeah. Okay. So I would like to be the the polar voice, the polarizing voice on this, because I find it, don't you think it's weird how like when you're, well, I'm talking about UK here, but when you're, how old are you? When you're uh, 18? Yeah. 18? Yeah. When you're 18, 
you have to decide, okay, if I'm going to university, which everyone tells me I should, then I have to pick what to go into. And by this time, you've, you've already filtered down from high school and then you go into either sixth form or college and go, okay, now instead of doing these 10 subjects, I'll do these four. And then from those four, you'll pick one to do in uni. And then you'll wake up, you're 35, you go, oh no, I'm a historian. I don't even like history, right? That's, you know, I was just good at it when I was 18. So I went into uni for it. That is what happens. That is very much what happens. And it is, it's just churning out people with these degrees in random things that, I mean, I don't have to tell you about the about how it works. You know, I mean, you know, you've seen how it works. But when you're 18, it's hard to see that. It's hard to see that. And I would say to, firstly, I would say firstly to not chase money, right? Because you could say, right, I'm going to go and I'm going to do law, right? I'm going to go and do law because there's good money in it afterwards. But you could be going, of course, you could be going into law to save people's lives and jobs and be a good force in the world. And that's cool. If that's what you've always wanted to do, obviously, asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. But if you're going into something for the money, there's good, you know, there's good financial gain in this. You know, I'll get a job immediately after uni and it'd be good then I don't think that's a good thing to do. Even if, best case scenario, even if you find yourself doing it and you do get good money, right? Then if you're taking it because of the monetary thing, then that says to me that it's not for the love of it. And if you're not doing something 40 to 50 hours a week, more if you're a lawyer, for the love of it, then what are you spending your time doing it for? I know the financial gain, but if you don't have any time to use that finance and then you find yourself in a, you know what I mean, in a semi-detached house with a dog and that, then you go, ah, I've got this money, it's afforded me this life. Yeah, it's kind of comfortable, but I really wanted to be a skier. You know what I mean? So I want to be the the polarizing thing on this. And I don't know what my opinion is. It's it's hard to figure out at that age. It's It's unfair, I think. In fact, I was going to say it's unfair at that age to figure out what you want to do with the rest of your life, but it's not its not a jail sentence. It's not a permanent thing. I've always found that weird when it's like, is this job temporary or permanent? Permanent? What? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not doing this job forever. But like, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be. Like, I went to uni and I studied uh, sound technology, right? Now, it's only by sheer coincidence that the job I do actually uses those skills, even though I had those skills before I started uni and would have got more skills having not been to uni, but I wouldn't have had as much fun. And I've just remembered I've got a uh, student loan, student debt. I never remember that <laughs> until someone says it. Oh, yeah, I've got, I've got one of those, yeah. Anyway, so... Yeah, whatever you do, in, if it is in uni, right, whatever you do doesn't have to be what you do in life. You don't have to be defined by your vocation, defined by your job, defi- defined by your job title, defined by how much money you, you make. None of this defines you. None of this defines you. And if, nothing, if none of that defines you, and if we take that, and then we take the fact that finances aren't the key to happiness, yes, surely they can help, but if they aren't the key to happiness, and doing something that you're not in love with and isn't your I don't want to say the word passion but I think I have to at this point if it's not that for 40 to 50 hours every single week every single week right I can't remember how I started the sentence <laughs> but but if if we take all of that to be true that was it I can't remember where I was going either oh don't do long sentences man <laughs> yeah if we take all of that to be true then it doesn't really matter in a sense, what you do at uni. Like, yeah, you can go to uni for the fun of it. It is fun, you know? 
it's expensive, especially nowadays. God, I sound old. <laughs> but I don't, I don't know, man. I don't think, I don't think you will find out between now and when you go back. I mean, you might because you're away and you're traveling. But it's a, I think one of the biggest growths in your brain, right? One of the, one of the biggest mature, maturing uh, kind of times. I think it's like the second or third biggest because it's like age two to four or something is a massive leap and then obviously 11 to 16 or whatever that's massive but then 20 to 25 i was talking to my sister about this but 20 to 25 i've said this on the podcast before that's a massive leap and i think you should it maybe choose what you want to do well i think you should choose by it coming to you personally but i think you should choose what you want to do when you're 25 man because when i was 20 man (laughs) if i was living with my choices that i had back then I don't know what I'd be doing, but I don't know whether I'd, I'd be on that street down there or I'd be living on another street somewhere, but I'd be in one of them, you know. So, so I, I think don't worry about it, man. You're young. You're young. Chill out. Enjoy this time. And man, I am sounding old now, but everyone my age and above will agree with me. You're 18, man. Enjoy being 18. Because you will miss it. And it's probably how you think of back when you were in, you know, back when you were, I don't know, 12, 13, 14, when you just go to school, you have these friends and you've got nothing to worry about. And now maybe you've got rent to worry, maybe you've got this, maybe you've got that. And you think, oh man, I had it so easy back then. You're 18, you got it easy now. You know what I mean? Enjoy your time now. Go traveling, find out, try and find out who you are. Find out what you like. And don't think careers. Don't think careers. Don't think, oh, I need to do this for the money and then me. Don't think that. Just think, what do I Julia, 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 what do I want to do? Who am I? And not what do I want to do with my life? What do I want to do with my time? That's what I would say. That was a long answer. Right. We have another from Trudy Doll. Oh, I like it. Is your name Trudy by any chance? Oh, I can't tell, but it probably is, and that's a genius name. This is from her. And she says, just started listening to your... Why am I singing (laughs) everything? Just started listening to your podcast and I'm loving it. Do you work for McDonald's? I'm not a biker, not even much of a traveler, but I'm enjoying your ramblings. Good. I appreciate that. That's awesome. Thank you. Also, should mention, I'm nearly 50 and about to go out on my first solo trip. Man, how good is that to hear, man? Do you know how good that makes me feel when I hear that, man? That's so cool. I love it. This is what I'm saying, man. This is what I'm saying. Like, we believe all these different things about these different ages. That's like I was saying before, 29 is 30, 30 is a new 40. <laughs> you know what I mean? And we think, oh, someone is 50, that means dot, dot, dot. Do you know what I mean? So, anyway, here we are. This is true to doll saying, hey, we still got it. <laughs> I've got in trouble before about, <laughs> about saying something about... Old. Anyway, you're not old. <laughs> okay, I'm painting myself in a corner here. Uh, there's no way of getting out. I thank you. <laughs> only to here we are. Only to Malta, and only for a week, where I intend to put my MP3 on, listen to my eclectic mix of music, and walk everywhere. Man, that's the best part about traveling. I think just putting on the music, putting on whatever it is. You know, even if if it's a little bit of Sex Pistols, if it's a little bit of John Mayer, if it's a little bit of Napalm Death, anything works. You know what I mean? And just find, you know, going out and seeing what's there. I love it. That's amazing. Just listen to a couple of your podcasts where you talk about music, and I share the same passion. Not necessarily the same taste, but music is massively important and powerful in my life. Anyway, cheers. Man, ain't that the truth? (sighs) 
it is good. And I want to say about the music thing, actually. So that first one, volume one, now that's what I call travel music, volume one. That was kind of, because uh, my same friend, actually, Charlie, she goes, man, that was quite a, quite a soft mix, you know, quite a soft mix from you. Because uh, I like, I mean, you know, I'm like everyone, I like a bit of everything. Well, not everything. All of this kind of modern pop music. I'm so old. <laughs> anyway, and that was, that was like a, that was the smooth mix. That's the 105.7 mix, you know what I mean? That's the gold <laughs> These are all English radio <laughs> terms. That was the that was the gold, you know. That was the the smooth radio. So I'm thinking about doing some. I don't know whether you guys would enjoy some more of what I listen to more often. I don't know whether you would. I don't know. It's a little heavier. I like a lot of punk stuff like that. But I don't know. Maybe not. But hmm, there's definitely some more travel stuff that's a bit heavier. Like I was listening to Reliant K with an E. Reliant K. Um, Forget and not slow down that album. Oh, it's amazing. Anyway, so I'll bring that in for another. That's what I call travel music. And I've had a lot of kind of songs come in from you guys. And I'm going to do a a listeners version uh, of a listen a volume listeners. I don't know. I'll figure it out of uh, of the travel music thing. So keep them coming. What is your favorite travel song? What is your favorite travel song? You could do album, but I. I you know, that's too much for me to choose. So what is your favorite travel song? If you were in, imagine you're in a jungle, t- tell me where you'd listen to it as well. Is it walking through the streets of Tokyo or is it walking through the jungles of <sighs> Panama? There we go. <laughs> I just trying to think of a place with a jungle then. You know, tell me where you listen to it. Tell me why. Tell me, tell me whatever you need. And then tell me the song. And that can go in the listener's version. This goes to you as well, Trudeau Doll. Bring me in some songs and we'll educate some people, man. Loving it. Right, so now we have one from, here we are, this is from, is there a name, Tony Lloyd, Tony Lloyd. Now this is in WhatsApp and I'm incredibly bad at remembering that sometimes questions don't come in on Instagram. (laughs) This is from a a while ago, shall we say. Tony Lloyd here from Spanish, Cuenca, Ecuador. Hostel El Cafecito. And that wasn't too bad. Obviously, a Brazilian cafecito. Anyway, I've been listening uh, to the podcast for a year now. Killing it. Uh, Thought that you might enjoy reading our cafecito. Uh, That's just Italian. Uh, Travel talk stories. Link below. All the best. I will check them out. I will check them out. He says, uh, I think you really identify with the stories. Also, story number two, also in the same series. It'd be good to get your feedback. Cool. Man, absolutely. Oh, he says, uh, listen to your program while on a bus, traveling to the Ecuadorian coast. Nice. So, yeah, I, what I'll do is I shall leave the link in the show notes. You guys can, which on your, you know, if you're on the podcast app or something, you just hit some buttons and that and you'll see it. And you guys can head there and check that out as well. I will also check that out too. And I'll let you know what I think, my man. I'll let you know what I think. Right then. Uh, is this our last one for today? This might be the last one for today. Hmm. I think it is, you know. Yeah, it is. Right. Okay. Uh, this is from Logan with an E. Kane. Kane is such a cool name. 
really is, you know, Abel and Cain, that type of thing. Which reminds me, there's a story, there's a story, there's a movie with Henry Rollins, you know, the, the old great and powerful Henry Rollins. If you don't know who he is, look him up. He's just, oh man, he's just a badass traveler that also happened to be in Black Flag, right? And, uh, and yeah, he did this film called He Never Dies, right? And he plays Cain. And so he's doomed to walk the earth forever. That's his, I don't know the religious story, I assume it's the same. He's doomed to walk the earth forever because he killed his brother, something like that. And yeah, and so Henry Rollins plays him and it's really good. I'd recommend checking it out. And I also saw this other film that I need to watch because it looks amazing. It's the loudest silent film ever and it's called Guto Damarung. <laughs> and it's, uh, I think it's all in black and white. And it was a stage show and the cast is like Henry Rollins, Iggy Pop, Lemmy, I think, uh, Slash, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, what's that guy's name from Queens of Stone Age? Josh Homme, apparently it's a two-syllable last name, who knew? And so, yeah, I've got to check that out. I have to, I might check that out tonight. Guto Damarung. Anyway, I've noticed as well, I will go into this question, I've noticed as well, I'm in Germany. My German's a lot better than I thought it was, you know? It's been many years since I've attempted to speak German well. And I can understand pretty much everything, like everything I'm reading, conversations, I know what people are saying. It's like, I, it's weird, man. Talk, uh, like the talking thing, it, it, it is coming back to me. It really is. I, I had a conversation with someone this morning at a petrol station. Uh, it's coming back to me. It's crazy, man. Like it's in the back of my head somewhere. It's like the, the head is massive. <laughs> Like, I know I'm full of myself and I've got a big head anyway, but like it's there's so much room for language and other things in your brain. You know how you meet someone now like and they know everything about, I don't know, quantum theory or something like that. Or they know every word from the Lord of the Rings trilogy. You know what I mean? It's like, how is that in your brain? Like, you know what I'm saying? And this is, I mean, we can fit all these languages in our brain. It's absolutely crazy. Just got me thinking. Anyway, last question. Do, do, do. He ties it back to James Bond. Catching up on your podcast, Ellipses. Uh, this is from Logan Kane, by the way. Uh, breaking people out of their scripted realities is the best. Referring to your Lady Border Patrol rant. <laughs> rant, love that word. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely, man. It's, uh, that's what happened with that, that woman on the phone with, uh, with PayPal. Because it's like, uh, admittedly, I I, it, I could have done it nicer. Because right? she was like, because obviously they have to, as soon as someone's on the other end of customer service, they turn into, on behalf of the company, we apologize for the inconvenience caused by this. And then and then they wait. And, you, and what are you supposed to say? It's like, okay. <laughs> like, and so, no, 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 come on, Sandra. <laughs> yeah, it's the best, man. And that that works in any stage of life. As soon as you can get people smiling have a nice warm smile on your face and say hey man they realize you're a person they realize that they are a person this is man a lot of what i talk about i had a coffee by the way like just now so a lot of what i talk about is breaking out of this thing man uh, i think that's what a lot of life is i think that's what travel is about man it's breaking out of the i have to spend all of my time in this one place go to work come back from work go to work again <laughs> like it's breaking out of that breaking out of the monotony, out of the routine, out of this script. I mean, it, we, we knew it was going to say it. It's breaking out of this mold, man. You know what I mean? Like, uh, right now, I'm at the window and I'm watching someone. I'm not judging him, but he's wearing a suit, right? And he's walking towards an office. Oh, he's on a, 
cigarette break. He's on a cigarette break, right? And it's like, that suit is not what he's choosing to wear. I know you have to wear uniform and there's reasons for uniform, but in that moment, that guy is not doing what he wants to do. And that makes me sad. I'm not judging him for it because we have to do what we have to do. Uh, I mean, I come from minimum wage working world as well. So I, I've been there. I know what it's like. We have to do this stuff. But it just makes me sad because I think maybe the reason he's there and the reason he's doing that is, I mean, it could be a whole host of reasons, obviously, but maybe it's that he doesn't believe that he can have it any different. Do you know what I mean? And now there's a guy looking at me because I'm ranting at a window. Anyway... <laughs> But yeah, a lot of what I talk about, a lot of what I think about is breaking out of these things, man. It's like when someone, if someone was to walk into this room right now, and this could, this absolutely could happen. I'm in a dorm. There could be people that come in there. If they were to walk into this room right now, they would expect me, firstly, not to be walking, sauntering around the place with a, holding a phone with a microphone attached to it, talking to myself. They wouldn't be expecting that. But they also wouldn't expect me to turn around and go, hey, man, how's it going? Walk over to him. Do you know what I mean? And just engage him in conversation to tell him that... They wouldn't, I mean, we are traveling, so maybe it's a bit different, but they wouldn't be expecting that, you know? And I like that, man. I think that's a better way of living. I think it's breaking out of these things. I like it. I think that's where the gold is, because how much gold can you find where you're on the, the well-trodden path? You know what I'm saying? Be that travel or otherwise. Be that metaphorical or otherwise, you know? The well-trodden path of life. How much gold is there? Everyone's already been there. We know what happens if you live this life. We know what happens if someone walks in, he goes down, he sits on a bed, he gets all this stuff. I go down, I sit over here, I do my thing. We know how that ends. He leaves at one time, I leave on another time. We don't know who each other are. And that's how it is. We know that story. We've seen that story. Why don't we change that story? Why don't we change it? Because I think that'll be a bit more interesting man right anyway next week <laughs> next week i don't know where i'll be maybe i'll be in Liechtenstein. i met someone from Liechtenstein. first person i've ever met from Liechtenstein. uh her name was her name was why don't i remember it was latin that's all i know olivia her name was olivia and she she was from Liechtenstein. I said, what's in Liechtenstein? She said, mountains. I said, cool. <laughs> that was like our entire conversation. Anyway, I might be there. Might be in Switzerland. Could be in Austria. I don't know where I'll be. Don't know where I'll be. <sighs> but what I do know is that this Sunday, this Sunday is UFC 228. For all of you fight fans out there in the world, I'm hoping to convert some of you to fight fans. Honestly, it's amazing. Right? Do you like watching men and women punch each other in the face? <laughs> UFC 228 is on this Saturday. We watch it on a Sunday because time difference, but I'd recommend checking it out. I really would. If you're from England, you've got to watch it because old Darren Till, old Scouser, Liverpool, Darren Till, he is fighting for the title. Let's get behind him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right then. Okay. I'm going to end this. Bad at signing off, but send me any questions. Send me any music. Let me know what's going on in your life. Let me know what's going on. And I do like answering these life questions as well. These are fun. Okay, this has gone on too long. Right, send me some questions. Instagram at BackBackDigital. Uh, WhatsApp or telephonic communications device. Give me a ring. Give me a call. Uh, honestly, if I'm on the bike, I'll pull over. Don't worry about it. Like, give me a call. Plus four T four. Uh, what is it? Double seven four five double eight nine four seven two. You can do it on WhatsApp if you're European because Americans don't do that, or whatever you want, or FaceTime, that works, FaceTime audio is actually a better audio, call me, I don't care, do it, and if you want to do it by email, Hayden Lee mail, 
mail at gmail.com. Right, I'm out. Nice speaking to you. Speak to you soon. <laughs>